Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be ta- we're going to be taking it back to the holiday cheer movies. We covered Home Alone, the first Home Alone film, uh, in the in the previous episode. Now we're going to be talking about Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. Uh, this movie takes place about a year after the events of. The first film, and of course, it's the same setup, only this time the setting is in New York. That's the only difference. Instead of being home alone in a house in Chicago, he's now home alone in a house in New York, basically. Now, this setup is a little bit different. Um, I don't, I don't, it, it's, it's essentially the same movie, but the setup is a little bit different. Kevin and his family go on to... Uh, for another Christmas vacation, this time they're supposed to go to Miami. However, Kevin does make it to the airport. However, he gets lost and ends up on the wrong plane, goes to New York instead of Miami. And it just so happens that that's where the wet bandits have have escaped prison, and they are now set. They are now set on a course for New York, and <laughs> oh, excuse me, all of the guys, all of the guys from the previous film. Uh, are back. Christopher Columbus is back as well to direct this second film. This film, something about this film felt a little bit more grand. You know, the majesty of this film felt a little bit bigger. I think it's because of the, the fact that the film takes place in New York and everything like that. And the movie is set in the early 90s. So seeing a lot of aspects in New York that are no longer there, like the Twin Towers and everything like that, was kind of cool to see. You know, it's kind of cool to see, watch Kevin walk around the city of New York and everything like that. But, um, you know, the a couple of new characters that they introduced were obviously the the Plaza Hotel. You have a cameo appearance from President Donald Trump, of course. And then you have the, uh, the hotel uh, concierge played by Tim Curry. And, of course, the bellhop is played by Rob Snyder and everything like that. So that's kind of interesting to see that. Uh, and things like that, you have um, just great moments. There's a lot of moments in the movie where it's kind of the same setup, especially when the introduction of the of the Wet Bandits have returned. Of course, Dan Stern and Joe Pesci are back as well. To see that was kind of cool and everything like that. And everything about the second film felt a little bit bigger, more exciting and everything like that. And I think this kind of started the whole trend of that because I think Chris Columbus does these things to where... You know, the first film kind of sets you up kind of like a family-friendly film because I compare it to what he did with the first Harry Potter film. You know, Sorcerer's Stone was a good introduction to the character and a good introduction of the world-building. And then Chamber of Secrets was a little bit darker in tone, but it still kind of was inviting and still had that family-friendly element. Now, there is a there is a tone shift about halfway through the movie when... Kevin's adolescence, you know, gets to the best of him and everything like that. And once he's committed, you know, credit card fraud and they find out about it and Tim Curry and Rob Snyder kind of chase him through the building, which I thought is hilarious. And he's wandering the streets at night during the um, uh, on the city of New York and things like that. And I was like, that's a cool contrast right there. You know, during when he first gets to New York, he's walking through the city, you know, not a care in the world. You know, there's a great moment where he goes to, he's in a limo, he's got a whole cheese pizza to himself. Honestly, watching that part, I was like, dude, I gotta go get me a cheese pizza, I'm kind of hungry. But, you know, he goes to the toy store and everything like that. You see, like, the bright, you know, cookie-cuttery side of the, 
of what a, uh, every kid's dream. But then after the uh, after he runs into the wet bandits once again, and he's chased through the Plaza Hotel, and then he's left wandering the streets of New York at night. It's a total shift in tone, which I thought was that element of danger that was there, especially in New York. You know, it's crazy to be out there, especially at night. And everything like that. And I thought it was a real dark moment in the film. And then he meets the pigeon lady, which I thought was kind of interesting. And he, you know, he really kind of makes a friend. But I just, I thought that was the same kind of setup that they had with the old man in part one. But at the same time, it still kind of felt refreshing because he is in New York. And uh, at the same time, and uh, it, it really kind of was just something for, you know, Kevin to kind of do. I I think I I enjoy the first two Home Alone films. Uh the second one is essentially the same film. And I think that's kind of where this whole thing started with Chris Columbus as he was creating this kind of world building so to speak and I think I think they should have left it at 2 cuz Home Alone 3 came out and then Home Alone 4 had come out and then you know there was the reboot. I don't think it was a reboot. It was called something else like Home Alone something. And then Home Sweet Home Alone had just recently come out. And it I mentioned it in the first film that, you know, it was just, it was kind of ridiculous after that. It really didn't go nowhere. And I really didn't understand why they had to do things like that. But overall, Lost in New York is a great film. You know, I think it really kind of stands the test of time. It's really good. It really kind of opens the door of what they wanted to do and just kind of gives the first Home Alone a much wider scope. Rather than being stuck in his home in Chicago, he's stuck, you know, on the streets of New York, which is really interesting. And, you know, they just kind of took Kevin and gave him a bigger a bigger place to play. And, you know, when it's time for the final showdown between him and the bandits, you know, it's it's incredible and everything like that. Overall, I think it was a great film. I don't think it was better than part one. I think it's just as good, but I think part one is a little bit better in a lot of ways. Uh, but he's still... It's still family friendly. It's still entertaining. I think it still stands the test of the time. And I think it's right up there. Like I said earlier, I wish they would have stopped with the Home Alone films after two. But, you know, who knows? Uh, But anyways, that's going to be that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts. Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse Twenty One. Uh, have you guys seen Home Alone Two? Do you like Home? Do you prefer that one over the second one? What is your favorite Home Alone film, or what is your favorite film to watch during the holiday season? Whatever the case may be, let me know. And uh, Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse Twenty One. Uh, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. Uh, the next few episodes that I have in the lineup as of right now are for uh, Glass Onion, the Knives Out sequel. Of course, the recap for the NFL uh, Week 15 is coming out as well as we approach the end of the season uh, for football. And as we are still in the midst of uh, the holiday season, and we're still going to be doing some holiday films even after uh, the uh, Christmas Day. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And of course, as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness.